Welcome everybody to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023, and this is episode number 79. Today we're going to be talking about all the ways, not all the ways, but a lot of ways to help you boost your focus, to help you focus easier, focus better, do more with your focus. Um, So this is part number three in the series about... Oops, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. So this is part three in the productivity series. So technically one and two were flip-flopped there, where the first episode I did was about planning, and then the second episode I talked about productivity. Should have done that the other way around, but that's okay. So this is number three, focus. Where am I getting that from? If you want to go back and listen to the other episodes, that would be awesome. But I found a four-part basically step-by-step guide to boost your productivity, how to be more productive. And that was the first thing you have to do is plan. So there's a whole, there's a whole episode about planning, but then I have lots of specific episodes about different types of planning. Then the next thing to do is to focus on what it is you've planned for. Then you have to make good choices. So you have to choose and then you have to concentrate. So not concentrate, sorry. Um, I, it's another C word. Sorry. I am all over the place this morning. So it's a, you have to choose and then you have to, it's not concentrate, but it's consistency. That's the word I was looking for. Consistently move towards that plan, consistently make choices So you're choosing, and then you're consistently working on what you chose to do. Sorry about that. Not concentrate. (laughs) So today we'll talk about focus, because that's the next step on that four-part plan there. So what is focus? I did look up the definition. So focus can be a noun or verb, which I thought was interesting. It's one of those things where like, I knew that, but I didn't really know that. So that was my, that's my fun tip for today. So focus can be a noun. So it can be the center of interest, or it can be a verb as in something you pay particular attention to. So I think we all kind of know what focus is. We focused on things in the past to get stuff done, whatever that might be for you, whether it's applying for new jobs or starting a garden, maybe going back to school, you've had to figure out how to focus on those things to get them done. Cleaning the house, like you have to focus on cleaning the house in order to actually get the house clean. Because if you can't focus, you're going to be pulled all over the place and you may get some of the house clean or pieces of the house clean, but you'll never get the full house clean if you can't figure out how to focus on cleaning the whole house, if that's what you're trying to focus on. So we've already talked about being productive and before you focus on something though, you need to have a plan in place. You need to have those dreams. You need to figure out what it is that you want to focus on, whatever that might be. Maybe you're focusing on getting in better physical health, mental health, emotional health, a better job. You want to live in a better area, whatever it might be. 
You need to have that dream, that vision, your plan, and then you have something to focus on. So we're going to get into how do you focus better. So I'm going to talk about a few of the things that I do and have done over the last couple of years that help me focus. And I did do some research as well before this podcast episode just to see some tips and tricks to help boost focus. So we'll start with some of the things that I do to help improve my focus or to help me just focus in general if I'm not focusing. So one of the things that helps me focus is having an ordered to-do list. And that might sound counterproductive because you might be thinking, well, if how, how does that help you focus? So for me, a to-do list helps me focus, especially when I say ordered, I mean it's not just a big jumbled mess of... 75 things that I'm trying to do in one day when I know that's not realistic. I need it ordered by what I'm going to do in the morning, what I'm going to do in the afternoon, what I'm going to do in the evening to try to help me stay focused. This way when I'm working on something, whatever it is, I'm not in the back of my mind thinking, okay, what else do I have to do today? What am I doing next? What makes the most sense to do next? Oh, I can't forget to do this today. Let me get this. Let me think about this and do this instead of what I'm doing right now. So having that like ordered, structured to-do list helps me focus. It helps me from kind of going scatterbrained and moving on to something else before I finish. Because having that to-do list, I want to check the thing off my to-do list. I don't want to leave if I've got 20 things to do. I don't want to leave the first five unfinished that I have to come back to and finish later if I can help it just by focusing. So having that to-do list, to me, it gets things out of my head. So it helps me not to forget things and it helps me not be so scattered either not be scattered brain flirting around from one thing to the other now there are some days where that's what I do is I pick and choose well I was gonna do that in the afternoon I feel like doing that right now and that's fine too it also helps though to have some kind of a list because then when the next thing when you're ready to move on to the next thing you only have to focus on that task and you don't have to go down the rabbit hole of figuring out what else what's next and it's one of those sometimes while I'm working on something on my to-do list I think of more things it sparks some idea and I'm like oh yeah I forgot to write that down or I forgot I was gonna do that today and what do I do I pause for a second put it on my to-do list get it out of my head and then go back to whatever it is that I'm trying to focus on instead of going down the rabbit hole and doing the thing that I just thought about I put it on that to-do list, put it in whatever order it's going to be in, and then I keep going. So something else that I also work on or I do to help focus better is to avoid distractions. And in our society, distractions are everywhere. Everything can be a distraction, basically. So when I know I really need to focus, I make sure there's no TV on and your phone has a focus slash do not disturb setting. So I make sure I use that as well. When I know I really need to focus on something and I don't want to be interrupted, 
because how hard is it when your phone goes off and it vibrates and that screen lights up it's really hard not to look at it really hard and the same thing like I've got a smartwatch so even if my phone's in another room and I can't look at it every time it vibrates it's still connected to my smartwatch so every time my phone vibrates my smartwatch vibrates and lights up and that's right on my wrist so that's even more tempting like as I'm typing an email if my watch vibrates I want to look at it like that's just I think part of human nature and I think that's where the focus slash do not disturb mode on your phone can be really helpful to turn off that distraction if you really need to just sit down and get something done without being pulled a million different directions so I actually had to turn off notifications on my emails because I could not number one my personal email gets so many fucking spam emails that it's disgusting And I was tired of my attention being pulled every time I was getting a spam email. But I also had my work email pulled up, which is convenient when I need to work from my phone, but not convenient when it's six, seven, eight o'clock at night and I'm trying to get personal stuff done and the work email is just blowing up and it keeps notifying my phone and keeps notifying my watch. And then I get pulled back to doing work because I feel like I should be doing work if somebody else is doing work, which is also bullshit. So, you can set it to focus or do not disturb mode. If you have some kind of an app, like your email app or messages, whatever, and you want to turn off the notifications, there is a setting for that. So, something else that helps me focus, which I mentioned before, if I'm thinking of a task while I'm doing something else, I will write it down, get it out of my head, and be done. And I won't get distracted by that task. Now, there are many other things that can be a distraction for you. Maybe music's a distraction for you. Maybe anything. Honestly, sometimes my pets are a distraction for me if I'm working from home. And I look down at my pets and I think they're being real cute. And I want to either take a picture of them or give them some belly rubs, you know? So anything can be a distraction. If you've got your phone on you and you're like oh I have to look this up to help finish the task I'm doing so you look something else up on your phone and next thing you know you're logged into Facebook just scrolling through Facebook that is totally a distraction too so I think distractions can be useful sometimes I do think I find myself every once in a while trying to force my way to finish a task and it's just not working specifically like writing my book if I'm trying to write my book and it's just not coming together for me I need to know when to stop and so sometimes if I find myself getting distracted by my animals or getting distracted in some other way it makes me think okay why am I being distracted am I just having a scatterbrain distracted kind of day Or do I need to switch and move to a different task to continue to be more productive? Do I need to shift my focus somewhere else and come back to this later? Because nobody says just because it's on your calendar to do between 8 and 9 that you have to sit down, do it, and get it done between 8 and 9. 
It's okay if by 8.15 you're like, man, this is not working out for me right now. I can't handle this for whatever reason. I need to switch to a different task and come back. That's fine. So sometimes distractions, if you can catch yourself before you lose an hour or two of getting distracted, sometimes distractions can be a useful, like, an arrow basically pointing you to, okay, something's not working. What is it? How can I fix it? But sometimes you might lose an hour or two and then go, oh shit, I just lost an hour or two because I got distracted. Now let me figure out how to refocus. I will say it's, I think it's important to begin again with everything. I learned that through meditation that you it's okay to begin again. And I think that's the same thing with your focus. So if you find yourself getting distracted, maybe you just have a whole day where you're just getting distracted. That's okay. Begin again tomorrow. Or maybe you realize you're being distracted nearly an hour into your day. Don't let that ruin your day. Don't let that completely derail you. Begin again. Start again with, okay, I'm going to be focused now. Here are my tasks. I'm putting away whatever was distracting me and keep going. So don't be afraid to begin again, whether that's begin again with no distractions, begin again with your focus, begin again with a task, whatever it might be, you're allowed to do that. Have some grace. Everybody gets distracted. I think that is part of us as humans. And that's part of our brain, I think too. Our brain has thousands of thoughts every single day. So it's the same thing with meditation. Most of us, I think probably all of us, but most of us are not going to be able to sit down and meditate for two hours and just have a completely clear mind with no thoughts coming through their head ever. Maybe you're great at meditating and you could do that some days, I don't know. (laughs) I know for me, sometimes even 15 minutes of meditation, I'm like, man, my brain was all over the place, but at least I made an attempt to quiet it down and I kept beginning again and did the best I could, gave myself some grace. So I don't want you to think that because you may have issues focusing, that makes you a bad person. That means you can't be productive. That means all these things. No, there are ways that you can build your focus There are ways you can be better at focusing, but you may never be great at it. And that's okay too. Give yourself some grace with your focus. There are so many things like you might have kids at home. You might have a lot of pets that are needier than mine. You might have something like ADD, ADHD, something that really affects your focus. So the best thing you could do is give yourself some grace, do the best you can to focus on what it is you're trying to focus on and look for ways to improve because there's always areas to improve in what you're doing. So something else that I do in order to focus is I sometimes listen to music and I know that sounds really weird. How does that only sometimes help you? So for me, music sometimes distracts me and other times it really helps me get in the zone and just kind of keep going. 
I also will pick a playlist according to what I need at the moment. So I've got different playlists on my Spotify account. I've got like a hype playlist, a chill playlist, sort of angry vibe music too, you know. So it depends on what I'm trying to get done as to what playlist I'll put on. Yeah, and it really depends on yeah what I'm trying to get done, if I need a playlist or if that's just going to make it worse. So it also, I think it depends, number one, for me on the task. And number two, it also depends on the day. There are some days where I need music all eight hours that I'm trying to get some work done. And there are other days where I don't listen to music at all. Not even for a minute. I'm just sitting there in silence, you know. I know there are some people that need music all the time. Like they cannot stand silence. So if that's the case, music might help you focus. But if you need noise, but music distracts you, there are actually these really cool apps that will play like white noise in the background. Like you can make it a coffee shop setting or some other kind of setting where it'll play noise for you in the background, but it's like in, it's audible so you can hear it, but the words are inaudible. So I think that's part of my issue sometimes where music distracts me. Sometimes I can just, my brain can tune it out and make it background noise. And I'm like, yeah, I'm having fun. And other times my brain starts to focus in on like the lyrics and I start to go, oh shit, this is my favorite song. And then I start singing to it. Then I start dancing, which is great. I'm allowed to do that. But if I'm trying really hard to focus and get something done and I've gone down a rabbit hole of listening and dancing to my favorite songs, I need to be able to reel that back in. So these apps that are free that create white noise in the background where your brain cannot focus on the actual words themselves might be helpful for you if you're somebody that always needs noise and can't handle the silence. So that's something to think about as well. So music can help, but maybe it doesn't help you. Just depends on who you are. And there's ways to get other noises in the background so it's not just silent. So I briefly touched on this before, but something that helps me focus is knowing when I've had enough. So I mentioned if I'm trying to write. And I sit down and after 15 minutes, all I keep doing is getting distracted and thinking about other things or doing other things. I know I've had enough and I either need to come back to it today or table it completely for a different day. So it's not just knowing when I've had enough of writing, but it's knowing when I've had enough. Sometimes I'll tell myself, I'm going to pull weeds today. And I put it on my to-do list and I go outside to pull weeds and Sometimes I don't set a timer and next thing you know, two hours have gone by and sure I've pulled a hell of a lot of weeds, but now my back hurts or now I'm really sweaty and gross and I was supposed to run to the store and all these things. So knowing when I've had enough, sometimes too, depending on the task, I don't pay attention to my body anymore. And I just get, like, with weeding, we'll sometimes just get lost in the zone. And next thing you know, when I am quote-unquote finished, my back hurts. Because I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know when I had enough. So, 
what I do, especially for something physical like that, I will set a time limit and say, okay, one hour, but pay attention to my body. And if I need less than that, I will do less than that. So sometimes having those boundaries, if you're not good with determining when you've had enough, like I am not great with that, can be very helpful. But other, most of the time, I think if we really pay attention and tune in, we'll know when we've had enough of whatever it is that we're doing. Whether it's we got mad, we, we got angry, we our bodies hurt, whatever it is. Or maybe you can't focus and you're getting distracted. Know when you've had enough because that will help you stay focused on the task that you're doing and move on to the next task and focus on that one. Something else that I do that is very helpful for me is I give myself breaks. I will say I'm not perfect with this. I would like to take more breaks more frequently than what I currently do. But when I say breaks, I mean I give myself sitting breaks or screen breaks or work breaks or standing breaks, whatever it might be. So at my house, I have a stand-up desk. Like the desk, I have to stand to work at my desk. It's not one of those. So I have also a desk. It goes on top of a desk, but can make your regular desk into a stand-up desk. So I've got two options. But right now at my house, I don't have space for a regular desk that takes up a lot of room. So I have a stand-up only desk. So when I'm working from home for eight hours and I'm standing, I give myself sitting breaks. Because for me, standing for eight hours straight, I can do it. But my body doesn't love when I do it. And I also train for triathlons. So I try really hard to take care. And I do a lot of hiking. So I'm very active. So I try to take care of my body. So if I am standing for eight hours, I will make sure I take some breaks and sit down. Same thing when I go to music festivals and I'm possibly standing eight to 12 hours. I make sure I find spots to go sit down because it can be a lot. So not only do I do the sitting breaks if I'm standing for long periods of time, but if I'm sitting for long periods of time, whatever that is, if I'm in some kind of a class for eight hours a day, or if I'm in whatever, I will make sure I take standing breaks then. Now, I don't have a specific formula. There are people that say every 55 minutes you should get up and walk around for five minutes if you've been sitting and that sitting can take however many years off your life if you sit for long periods of time. I don't know. I haven't done enough research, but I do know that my body fucking hates sitting for eight hours plus a day hates it hates it hates it like my body hates that more than standing for eight hours a day so what I try to do when I'm forced to sit for eight hours a day or more is take my breaks whatever that means if I need to just stand for a little maybe I'm in a class and I can't take a walk break every 55 minutes I will make sure I stand up and stretch, even if I'm standing up in the back of the class by myself. Doesn't matter. Also, if I need to, yes, stand, if I need to stretch too a little bit while I'm standing there, I will do that as well. 
if I need to go for a little walk, I will do that. So I just try to listen to my body with these breaks. And when I also say a screen break, so I also do not have a ton of research for this, but I feel like we all kind of know that sitting 8, 10, 12, however many hours a day straight is not great for our bodies. And I'm sure we can all agree that looking at a screen 8, 10, 12, 15 hours a day is probably not great for our eyes either. Just throwing that out there. And I think it's something we don't really know how good or bad it is for our eyes because the screens that we have now are all so new. Like now we've got these phones with the big screens. We've got iPads. We've got laptops. Most, Not most. A lot of us work behind a computer. And then you go home and put on the TV. Like we've never had this much screen access before. So I'm pretty sure there's not enough long-term studies to show like what eyesight was back in the 70s versus what eyesight is today. And are there other factors playing into it besides screen time? But all I know is I personally like to give my eyes a break from the screens whenever I can. Whatever that means. If that means I just sit there and kind of gaze off at a distance. If I'm like working and I take a one minute break and look up and look as far away from my computer screen as I can get for a minute to give my eyes a break so be it. If that means I'm getting up to walk around every five minutes without my phone, so be it, you know? So I try to do a screen break as well. And to me, that helps boost focus. So they say that giving yourself breaks, whether that's the walking break, the sitting break, standing break, whatever it is, screen breaks, like every however many minutes depending on what you look up is supposed to boost your productivity and your focus for me I get very obsessive and I will say I'm not the best about giving breaks I'm learning to listen to my body if I need to stand or need to sit because my body can't handle it but as far as walking away from a project like I've definitely read the studies that say You're only effective for about an hour when you're focusing on a task. I don't know. (laughs) I get super obsessive. And if I am forced to put a project down after just one hour, I will freak the hell out and be pissed off. (laughs) So I try, if I'm still focusing and I'm in a decent mood, to just finish the project that I started because I will feel better about it. So I don't want you to read a bunch of research with how long should you be focusing for at a time and try to force yourself into that shoebox. And when you don't fit in there nicely, you get upset with yourself. You do you if you want to try that, where you only focus for 50 minutes, then you take a 10 minute break and you either come back to that project you were working on or do something different completely up to you. I would say try anything. Try everything. If you are maybe not the best with focusing or you want to improve your focus, there are so many tips and tricks out there. 
that I think you can try what works. I think taking breaks can be helpful, but I personally do not schedule breaks. There are some people that will set an alarm or a timer on their phone and they'll get up and do whatever they need to that qualifies as a break and then they come right back. I don't do any of that and that's not wrong. Neither one is wrong. So I want you to try whatever you need to be your best, to focus your best. So the last bullet I have on here, this is other tips that I got from the internet. So these are things, some of them I do, some of them I don't do. Some of the things on here I didn't really realize could help you focus. And I thought they were interesting and wanted to share them. So one of the tips to help boost focus is to get plenty of sleep. And I thought that, I was like, yep, that makes sense, you know. And what is plenty of sleep? You'll notice I did not specify you must get seven, eight, nine, ten hours, you know, because I think it depends on your body. I think it depends on you as a person. Now, do I think there are people that can actually function to the best of their ability on three hours of sleep? Maybe, but there's probably not many of those people out there. So if you are one of those that is really working hard and you're overworking, you're only sleeping three, three hours and you think you're doing your best, why don't you try sleeping for six and see if that improves anything? I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. So I don't think there's an exact right number. Now, of course, when you look things up on the internet, they're going to tell you seven to eight hours and anything more than that is bad. Well, I know sometimes my body needs nine or 10 hours because of some of the stuff that I do. So I think it's important to have sometimes a recommendation, but I also think it's important to listen to what your body's doing. So I shoot for eight hours of sleep every night. Do I always get eight hours of sleep? No, because sometimes I have issues turning my brain off or sometimes I get up to pee in the middle of the night and have issues falling back asleep or sometimes you get where I'm going with this. Sometimes even though I planned for eight hours, I don't always get eight hours and that's okay. I think sleep's super important and I think it will help and improve your focus (coughs) if you're sleeping better and longer. I could probably do a whole episode on tips to improve your sleep, how to sleep better and to sleep longer. So another tip I found on the internet was to drink enough water. Yet again, I did not specify how much water exactly you should be drinking because it depends on a lot of things. I think it depends on everything, your activity level, how hot is it where you live, what is your, you know, I think weight, age, gender, all of that plays into how much water you should be drinking. So I don't think there is a clear cut across the board. Everyone needs to drink this. I will say dehydration is real and overhydration is also real. Two things that could totally happen to you. Now you'll probably have heard the recommendations to drink eight, eight ounce glasses a day which is 64 ounces, and that is half a gallon. I personally cannot survive on a half a gallon. I will not make it through the day. I will be dehydrated, pissed off, crabby. I need at least a full gallon, at least. 
part of it is I live in North Carolina, so it's kind of warm. But I do live in the mountains, so it's not that warm. It's warm enough. Not as warm as the coast where I was living. But I also work out for at least an hour every morning. And I sweat like crazy. Like, I just, I sweat a lot. Like, I could be sitting there, and if it's warm enough, I'm sweating. I sweat when I sleep. Like, I just sweat a lot. Maybe it's because I'm well hydrated that makes me sweat so much. I don't know. I don't know. So, I feel like in order to replenish my liquids that I'm losing throughout the day, I need like a gallon or of water or a little more. Now, I don't ever do like two gallons in a day. That's too much. But at least a gallon for me is perfect. So it's going to depend on you and what works for you. So they say to monitor your pee color, the color of your urine. If it's a nice pale color, you're well hydrated. If it's like a dark color, a dark yellow, you're probably dehydrated. So try to keep it on the lighter side of yellow. Another thing that I looked up that I thought was interesting, I do not do this one, but they say you can play concentration games like puzzles, word searches, Sudoku, whatever it is, for 15 minutes a day, five days a week, and that is supposed to help boost your focus. Now, I know that that can help your brain, you know, it helps train your brain, it helps make you better, but I didn't realize that that could also help your focus on top of that. So something to think about, something to try. Will I be incorporating this? I'm not 100% sure yet. I may have to do a little bit more research before I incorporate this one, but I think I, I love Sudoku's, me personally. So I think I may go to the dollar store or something and get myself a Sudoku book and whenever I feel like I want to do a Sudoku, just kind of pull it out and do some. Because I don't do that often enough. So I definitely will be doing more of them. But I don't know if I'm going to force myself to do it 15 minutes a day, five days a week. We'll see though. Something else they recommend is to exercise. Yet again, I'm not telling you what kind of exercise, how to exercise, how long, how many days. Nope. That's up to you and your body where you're at right now, where you want to be, what your goals are. I've done all different types of exercising from long distance running, CrossFit, triathlons, yoga, spin, Zumba. I'm certified in most of them. I will say there's not one right or wrong. There's not one right or wrong exercise routine. There's not a right or wrong amount of time or amount of days of the week. Now, I think if you're doing zero exercise, you need to be doing something. And I say that because as you age, you need muscle strength. You need things that working out is going to give you. No matter what type of workout you're doing, it's going to build some kind of muscle strength and endurance. And that is something we all need as we age to help with our balance, to help keep the weight off, to help keep our bones kind of strong. You know, I think that's something we all really need. Now, you may have a super hard job, like physically hard job, and you don't want to exercise. So maybe the exercise you do is yoga. 
Maybe the exercise you do is just walking your dog for a little. It doesn't even have to be a lot. It can be 15 minutes of walking your dog can count as exercise. So no matter what your job is, no matter how hard your job is, there is a type of exercise that you can do that would benefit your body and your muscles and your brain and everything else. So do some exercise. I promise we're almost done here. So a few more things they recommend is spend more time in nature. I won't go too much into that. I love nature. I try to get out there every day I have off work into some kind of nature. They also mention meditate. Meditate can, meditation can help boost your focus. Yet again, I'm not telling you how much to meditate, how long to meditate, how many days a week to meditate. Just give it a shot. Try all different types. And I've done a whole episode on meditation So if you want to learn more about what is meditation, what are the different types, how can I do it, how can I do it for free, that's all in my meditation episode that I've done. The last thing I have on here that I got from the internet is to improve your diet will boost your focus. So avoiding processed foods, sugar, and fatty foods, and eating things like blueberries and spinach will improve your focus. They also threw on this list that I forgot to put on here is caffeine. For some people, caffeine can boost their focus. So I will say, me personally, I don't do caffeine. Never have and probably never will. And that's not wrong. If you can't do caffeine or don't want to do caffeine, that's fine. But if you want to try caffeine, go ahead and try some caffeine. That might help. And there's all different forms of caffeine you could do coffee you could do whatever else is out there that has caffeine in it you know so there's a lot of different ways let me just run through this list really quickly to help you focus better what can you do so some of the things that you can do having an ordered to-do list avoiding your distractions sometimes listening to music knowing when you've had enough of the task that you're working on giving yourself breaks, getting plenty of sleep, drinking enough water, playing concentration games, exercise, spending time in nature, meditating, and your diet can all improve your focus. And hopefully from this, you were able to gain some tangible things that you're going to work on or some tangible things you want to try to help boost your focus. And you can go from there. So next week, we're going to be talking about choices, how to make good choices when it relates to being more productive. So stay tuned next week for some more for a whole nother topic, but similar topic. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead podcast. You can like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. I'm doing better about the posts on there. And you'll see some awesome hiking pictures if you're interested. So thank you for listening. Please feel free to share this with anybody that you think might need to hear this. Maybe they need to improve their focus. Whatever it may be. Maybe there's other episodes that you want them to listen to instead. So thank you for listening. Um, May you be happy. May you be well. And may you have the courage to pursue your dreams.